This is the Infinite Success Secrets Podcast, helping to get more money into the hands of women through entrepreneurship. I'm Adrienne Weimer, and I'll be sharing everything you need to scale your online business so that you can cut out all the noise and make it happen. Because in this show, I'm letting you in on all the infinite success secrets. Welcome to this episode. I am super excited to be deconstructing a high converting discovery call with you today. And I'm going to be showing you the exact breakdown of how to get your closing rate to 80% or higher. This is the exact strategy that I've used for my own sales call process, as well as with my clients. Now, sales calls, whether you love them or whether you loathe them, if you're in a coaching or service-based business, you are likely going to need to get on a sales call because, you know, in order to sell, we kind of have to talk to people. So this is a core skill that you really need to have in your business. And I'll say when I first got started in my coaching business a few years ago, I struggled with sales. And that felt very strange for me because I have been in sales my entire life. In fact, in the corporate space, I was closing million dollar, multi-million dollar contracts. And I was even a sales coach and trainer at LinkedIn when I worked there for four years. But when it came to selling my offer, selling my coaching program, I would clam up. I would get so uncomfortable. It would create this unease in my stomach. Literally, I physically could feel something. And it's because it felt so different. I was so tied to my program, to my offer. For someone to say no, it felt like they were saying no and rejecting me, where I didn't really care about that in the corporate space because they were rejecting a product or a program, not me, not Adrian. So there was a period when I was first getting started in the business where I really had to overcome this. And now, not only have I really perfected this process, I love sales calls because I think when done right, sales can be a really empowering conversation. And that's how I view discovery calls. It's an empowerment conversation for the right person. And while there are a ton of different ways to sell, whether you in your business right now are on discovery calls, or maybe you close primarily in the DMs or some mix of both, in this episode, we're going to dive really deep into the discovery call specifically, because when you can nail the discovery call, selling in the DMs becomes even easier because you've heard it all. You've had that experience of the interaction. So I believe that when you get really good at discovery calls, it only helps you close in the DMs even better. Now, one of the things when you think about the sales call is how we frame it. So before we even talk about the structure of your discovery call, first, we want to speak about who is getting on these calls with you. It's really important to have an application or some kind of qualifier so that you know that if you're getting on the phone with someone, this is a qualified person. It's not someone who's just getting on a call with you to pick your brain or who's not a fit or who's not ready to invest because your time is so important. Your time is your greatest asset and we want to protect that. That is why having an application process is going to help qualify and really help you make sure that you are getting on a call with people who are ready. So if you don't have an application process already, I would highly recommend having a form that people fill out, whether that's in 
Typeform, Google Forms, Dubsado, wherever you like to create your form. Create one that people have to fill out prior to getting on a call with you. Yes, you might get less sales calls, but you are going to get more qualified sales calls. And I guarantee you're going to feel like that is a better use of your time. Now, when you're on the call itself, opening it up to let people know that you've got a structure and a framework for how this call is going to go. And I always like to let people know up front that you maybe offer, if you see a great fit, if you have a program or a service that would be a great fit for them, you'll let them know. But no guarantees because the fit is super crucial. I think saying something like that can immediately alleviate any sort of pressure of getting a pitch because you might not want to pitch this person, especially if they're not a good fit. So one of the things that we are we have all been taught when it comes to sales calls or sales of any kind, if you've read a book, listened to a sales podcast, or talked to any coach or mentor out there, we all say the same thing around really identifying the desire, the goal, as well as the problem. However, what I find most people don't do in their sales calls is they don't go deep enough. So they will simply say something like, great, tell me about what your goals are. And then someone will, that person will respond and you move right on to the next question. A powerful discovery call is going to really anchor in the vision for your ideal client And it's going to dig deeper into the feeling. It's going to dig deeper into the emotion. Because when we can tap into the emotion, which is where 70% of all decisions are made anyway, now we're getting somewhere. And let's be honest, sometimes it takes people a little while to warm up and to open up on a call. So when we keep things surface level, we never get to anchor into the why. So I always love asking people like, what inspired you to get on the call today? What inspired you to start this business? Because I want to know more than just the surface level goal of of like, I want to start a business. Okay, why? What will it mean to you when you have it? Or if you're a health coach, I want to lose weight. Why? What will it mean to you when you lose the weight? What will you have? or be able to do that you do not have right now. Because now we're getting, we're starting to peel back the layer of the onion. We're getting levels deeper. And that's where we want to be. Because that is tapping into what is really going on for this person. And the more that you can anchor it into the feeling, the better. So when people share their goals with me, and after I've asked them about what will they be able to do or have once they have that, then I simply say like, how would that feel? Because it's the feeling that can be so powerful. People will come back with really incredible things like, oh, I'll feel more joy. I'll feel more freedom. I'll feel like myself again. I I will feel like I am living out my purpose. Oh my gosh, doesn't that immediately sound so much deeper and so much more exciting and profound than I'd like to lose some weight or I'd like to start a business. So getting to that level and being willing and being excited to go there with your client and to hold that vision for them with them and be with them in that is really a powerful way to lead your discovery call. And the same goes for when you get to the problem or the challenge. 
So I'll ask people, we still want to ask people around, like, what is it that's getting in the way right now? What is the number one thing that if solved would radically change your business, your health, your career? And when we ask that, again, we want to go a few levels deeper. So if someone tells me that their problem is lead generation, for example, I always want to follow that up with, how do you know that that's a problem for you? Or if you're a health coach and they say, well, it's my diet. Okay, how do you know that the diet is a problem for you? When we ask that, it forces our potential client to really reflect on, is this the biggest problem I'm experiencing right now? And also, how is this impacting me? A great discovery call expands our potential client's thinking. And after they share why that is a problem, asking them, how does it feel? So when you're doing this, how does it feel? Or how long have you been working on solving this problem? Like, what have you tried to solve it? And then asking them, how does it feel? They're like, oh, frustrating. It feels terrible. It feels overwhelming. I feel lost. I feel mad. Whatever comes up, comes up and it's right. And it's getting into that feeling state. So we also want to ask around, well, what's going to happen if you don't change? What's going to happen if we don't solve this problem? Okay, don't lose the weight. Okay, and then what's the impact of that? So we really want to get deeper. Don't be afraid to ask the follow-up question. And don't feel like you are just having to go down this list of questions. Really listen to your potential client. Mirroring is really important here as well. At our core, people want to be seen, they want to be heard, and they want to be understood. Which is why mirroring back and sharing, okay, this is what I'm hearing from you. Is this right? What else would you add? Can be really powerful. Now, the biggest place I see where people go wrong in their discovery call is when they get to the pitch. It's like, dun, dun, dun. We're about to switch over to the pitch and now I'm starting to freak out. The most powerful way to introduce the pitch is to create the invitation. Let someone know, hey, based on everything that we've been talking about so far, I really think you'd be a perfect fit for this program. Would you like to hear more about it? So give people the opportunity to choose themselves. We want to ask for permission. And the most critical thing, if you take nothing away from this episode, let it be this, that you want to sell the transformation. You want to sell the destination, not the plane. So what I mean by that is where I see eight out of 10 pitches go wrong is when you get to the program, you'll say, great, I think you're a great fit for my one-on-one coaching. And here's how it works. We'll meet for three months every week. And in between, you're going to get access to me where you can email me or Voxer me. And no one's going to buy for those reasons. You're selling the plane. I want you to imagine if you took a flight and you were going on vacation today with your family, you're going to Hawaii. If all I sold you was the United airline ticket and all I sold you was the airplane experience, I'm like, great, you're going to take a plane and you're going to get on that plane. They may or may not serve you water and you are going to get there in four hours. You'd be like, ew, 
I feel so unexcited now. So that's what happens when you go in and you start to sell the features. You start to talk about how the program's delivered, but you're not actually talking about the transformation. I want you to talk about Hawaii. I want you to talk about, imagine where you're going to be in three months. Imagine what it's going to feel like when your feet are in the sand and you're overlooking those crystal blue waters. Now I'm excited. Now I want to get there. I don't care what plane I'm taking. So how can you really sell the destination and not the plane? And the easiest way to do this when you make this transition is really focus on where are they going to be? What are the phases of your program, the parts of your program? If you have a signature framework, it makes the pitch so much easier because you can walk people through exactly what they can expect at in a very clear way. So when you are getting to this part of the discovery call, it's letting people know, okay, I think you'd be a great fit. Here's exactly what we would work on together. So phase one would be If you're a career coach, let's say, phase one might be, first, we get really clear on your values and your talents, because if you pursue a job that doesn't light you up or is in conflict with your values, you're going to feel frustrated in that role. The second thing we're going to focus on is identifying the perfect roles for your talent. So finding the exact roles that are not only going to play to your strengths, but that are also going to allow you to grow. And then third, how to actually land that job. So I'll be working with you on perfecting your interview process so that you can get interviews and get those callbacks and get into that job in the next 90 days. That's powerful. So how can you help show people where they're going to be? And the last thing is after you've shared this information, We just need to create the invitation. So ask people, does that sound like a program you'd like to be a part of? Does this sound like a good fit for you? Then they get to say yes or no. And then you can get into the part of how it actually works. Okay, great. Well, let me tell you the details of what your client experience is gonna be. Here's how often we meet. Here's what you can expect. But see, we leave that part second and we really focus on the transformation first. And when it comes to objections, the goal here is not to feel like we need to convince someone, but it's, again, a chance to get really curious. And knowing that no matter what objection someone gives you, it's really leaning in to say, okay, I hear that this is coming up for you. And can you tell me a little bit more about it? I'm going to be doing an entire different episode on the money objection by itself because I know this is a juicy one and I know this is where so many of you can get stuck. But when we think about that powerful close, you really want to get to that yes or that no and have clarity on the next step. So the way that you close your discovery call is crucial. If you are closing it right now with, okay, I'm going to send you some information, have a look and let me know what you think then you are likely setting yourself up to be ghosted or to be chasing people down, which never feels good. So rather than avoiding the discomfort and just saying, hey, review this and get back to me, your invitation is going to be, how do you sit in the discomfort? How do you sit in whatever objection is coming up and explore it? Versus when someone gives you the first ever objection and you're like, okay, cool, well, that sounds good. I guess you don't have the money or yeah, maybe this is not the right time. All good. You are backing out of it. And the reason that you do that is because you believe that if you were to ask another question, or if you were to probe a little bit further, that that would come across as pushy. But the reality is, 
It's not. If you're leading from a place of curiosity, then it's not really pushing because you aren't pushing. You aren't trying to convince. You're trying to better understand what's really going on for this person. And just like the layers that we talked about in terms of figuring out the layer behind the goal, the layer behind the challenge, you're also trying to figure out what layer is happening in this objection. Because whatever objection someone gives you, it's very rarely the first thing they said. There's usually something else that's coming up. It's almost never about the money. It's almost always something else. So how can you uncover that if you are immediately letting yourself out of the objection? So don't be afraid to sit in the objection longer. And this is about not people-pleasing because people-pleasing actually doesn't help anyone. There's an incredible book called Radical Candor by Kim Scott. And in it, she talks about how the best, most loving thing that you can do for a person is to be honest, is to be transparent. And so if this program, if what you're offering is going to be the solution to help this person and this person suddenly saying no, even though they want it, just get curious. What's coming up for you right now? And doing that from a loving place is always going to be in high integrity. So sales does not have to be something where you are constantly pushing, where you feel like you are constantly convincing. Instead, it's an empowering invitation. It's a chance for your potential client to choose their higher self and to step into their vision. And when we let people out of the objection really fast, we actually rob them of that opportunity. So hopefully that reframe, hopefully this new way of looking at a discovery call has made some shifts for you. And I can't wait to see you implement these because it's going to be these small tweaks. And of course, you want to customize this to fit you, to fit your voice, to work for you and your language and your energy. But how can we really view these sales calls with so much more power? Mm, That is all for today. And I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Infinite Success Secrets with Adrienne Weimer. I'd love you to come and join other women who want to make more money online over in my free Facebook group, Infinite Success Secrets. 